Welcome to I Am Divine, mastering your intuition with psychic mediums and spiritual psychology coaches and science of mind practitioners, Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. This is Paula Hunter. And this is Kim Garden. And welcome to another episode of I Am Divine, a spiritual podcast where you will discover your psychic potential within by learning skill sets that develop and master your spiritual gifts. We will teach you about universal truths that will empower you to manifest a life you truly desire. We are here to remind you who you are, the powerful badass that you are, the divine I am. Welcome, 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 beautiful souls to another episode of I Am Divine with Paula and Kim. And today we're going to talk a little bit about smudging and clearing. And some of you may have heard that word before, and maybe others of you haven't, and you may be kind of going, well, what the hell is that? So let me explain a little bit about this. So for thousands of years, Native Americans have burned sacred plants, either in a bowl, maybe in a shell, it was on a stick or in a bundle. And it was to drive away negative energies and to help restore balance. So smudging is the common name that is given to this sacred smoke bowl blessing. And I think a lot of the originations did come down from the Native American tradition. So it doesn't mean that it's just the Native Americans that did this because there are examples where this is actually found in so many different traditions and cultures in our life from the church to the bells that toll. Here's our sound and frequency that can clear things out to the incense that is wafted through a church. These are all different ways that we can clear. So smudging calls on what we call the spirits of the sacred plants to drive away negative energies and to help restore balance. And I know for myself, and I'll let Kim kind of say her thing as well, but smudging became something that was extremely important for me to do on a regular basis, not just for my own home or environment, but because I'm working so much with different people with different emotions. And where I invite people into my home, smudging was very important to make sure that the energies of my space stay as clear as they can possibly be in order for me to continue to do the work that I need to do and not influence anyone who comes into my home. Mm -hmm. So I know for me, it's a regular basis. How about you, Kim? When when do you find that you kind of jump to your smudging or your saging? Um, I do it the same as you. I do it after clients, after readings, just to kind of clear off the energy. But for me, I really started to lean into smudging when my husband at the time was going through his cancer battle. And I found that the energy that was in our household was so heavy all the time. And I saw it how it was affecting my kids. And so I really started to bring it in on a more regular basis of when he was having a hard day, I would make sure the kids would be smudged, I would smudge my house, I would smudge when the energy felt heavy, I would light my I used paleo centos as, as my go to. Um, but that's what I would light. And then I would smudge my children, I would smudge myself, I would smudge him, I would smudge everything I, in the house just to clear that energy and lighten that energy. And the way you said it, I thought was so beautiful. The smoke bowl blessings, it makes me think of 
when you are smudging, when you call it a blessing, it really, really is because in that moment, you are inviting something so, I want to say, profound in. You are really inviting that positive, I want to say, soulful energy to come and clear out your space. And when you look at it as this beautiful ritual and have that respect for it, I think it just amplifies the effect as well. Yeah. And I know when I first started learning about smudging too, I think one of the things that went through my mind is how can this little bit of smoke actually do anything? How is it going to clear anything? And I know for myself at that time, I was still learning the dynamics of energy and what that Mm -hmm. actually represented. But I started studying it a little bit more too. Mm -hmm. And scientifically, they've actually proven that the smoke that comes off has medicinal or certain properties that actually kill certain attributes in the air themselves, which Mm -hmm. I found was really, really interesting as well. So I want to talk a little bit about how or why smudging can be so powerful. So it lies in what we call the subatomic world of subtle or spiritual energy. And we know, you know, if you've been listening to our podcast, we know that everything is energy. Thought is energy, words are energy. So there's that subatomic level. And again, science can now prove that these things do exist. So when we think about our homes and we think about our bodies, we are not just made up of purely physical matter. Everything vibrates. And whether we can see it or not, when we take things down to, if you will, that quantum level, if you were to take a piece of wood and put it under a microscope, taking it down to the lowest level, you will see those protons and neutrons and see that they move and dance. Everything is always moving and always in flux. So I always found that really interesting. When we talk about it being powerful, so cleansing a space or our bodies with techniques such as smudging, it clears away all the emotional and psychic garbage that Mm -hmm. may have gathered over years or even hundreds of years. So Kim, you mentioned earlier how you started smudging when your husband was going through his cancer. Yeah. We could have a space or a location. Maybe there was a battle, a war that was fought there. And that energy, that death, those emotions can actually, I don't say it remains stuck, but they can create these energies in these places. So when we think about it just being, well, maybe it's just my house or someone coming in, energies can go into the ley lines. It can go into the property. Like there's so many levels where energy can get stuck. Mm -hmm. And it's why it's so important that we take the time to clear it out because it's like a spring cleaning. That's exactly what we're Mm -hmm. doing. And one of the things I find too, because I actually go out into clients' locations, into their homes and into businesses, and I'll do the smudging and clearing. So I I might be doing it from, I'm helping to release a spirit to this energy is just really funky. You know, our business isn't working the way it needs to. I'm having obstacles. Nothing seems to be flowing. So I'll go in and clear that. And Mm -hmm. it's amazing how quick that smoke and that intention, you know, what we're, as you said, Kim, I'm holding, I'm blessing Mm -hmm. how quick it can be. And we can do that with any space, anywhere. And I think that brings up a a next topic of what types of things can you smudge? I think Mm -hmm. we typically think about, I'm going to smudge my home. 
So Kim, what are some other things that you would smudge? Um, I have, whenever I get a brand new Oracle card deck or anything like that, I always smudge it. Whenever I have guests in my home after they leave, I smudge. Not because it wasn't a good time with them, but again, it's clearing my energy. Like my home is my sacred space. And so when I invite people in, I invite their energy in and I want to keep that energy in this Zen state that I have created. So when other people come into my space, I like to clear it. So it kind of brings it back to my normal, especially if there's an argument or with teenagers, kids are always like up and down, you know, these little hormone devils, sometimes. Mm -hmm. you know, so I will smudge not only the rooms or the house, but I will smudge them also. Like, it's always funny because I was telling you earlier, Paula, that I will literally light a, a paleocentos and they will come running down from their rooms and like just stand in front of me and like put their arms out because they're ready to be smudged because they they know how good it feels for them. What do you got, Paula? <laughs> <laughs> for me, some of the things, again, I will smudge my space, especially mm -hmm. if there's arguments, if yeah. you have visitors that come in, because any I always describe it as anyone who comes into my home, you can think about it. They've got these little bags packed that are filled with their emotions. So when they come in, they're bringing in these bags with them. And nine times out of 10, they don't take those bags when they leave, right? It's yes. part of the energy. So clearing my space in my home is important from a client perspective. If I'm, you know, there's arguments, if I have different people coming in, it's important to keep it clear. I will use smudging, as you said, Kim, to clear my tools. Mm -hmm. So an Oracle deck, a card deck, I will use it to clear my crystals at times as well. It's another method that I can use to clear them out. I will use it to clear myself. As you said, your kids like to come down and put out their arms and, you know, I'm going to clear that auric field. I'm going to clear that chakra system. When we think about secondhand clothes yes, or antiques, these are big ones too, because, you know, secondhand clothes, again, somebody else has worn it. And whether it's been washed or not, there can still be energy attached to it. Yeah. So I want to make sure if I'm bringing someone else's stuff in that is now going to become mine, this new to me, I want to make sure that's good energy too. Antiques is another huge one. If you're talking about an item that's 50 to 100 years old, think of all the experiences that that desk or you know that dresser may have experienced through the years. And that mm -hmm. energy can be attached to that object. So to me, that's one of the most important things to clear is anything that's coming into your home that is used. And again, you can clear new stuff too, because if someone's making it, there can still be vibrations attached to it. So mm -hmm. it doesn't mean I have to run around with my sage all the time and anything that comes in my door, I have to be clearing it. But really being aware when we're talking about secondhand things and antiques is huge too. Thing as well, like just coming to mind is for me, smudging is part of my daily spiritual practice because what it does is it sets, it almost sets the tone. It's like it clears out all that heavy energy, all the stuff, like you said before, that can block you so that when I start my morning routine, I can sit and in a clear, clean space, so to speak, and really connect to that higher vibration, knowing that I'm receiving it perfectly. It just comes through so much easier. It's like I sit down, I light it, and then I go into starting to journal, and then I'll go into my meditation. And I like to make sure it's still lit while I'm doing my meditation as well. Like sometimes it'll go out depending on how long my meditation is. But to start my meditation, I love the smell of it. I love the smoke. And I love, I was once taught not to kind of veer off, but I had um, a sister-in-law who was married into the family 
and she's indigenous and she actually we had a, a church that we would go to and she taught us the power and exactly how to smudge properly and because of that I really look at it in such a beautiful, ritual, sacred thing to do because not only is it creating, I feel like, space for myself, but I feel like it's also opening us up into that spirit realm and honoring the spirits that have come before us and just really having that connection. Very much so. Kim, you kind of brought up a good point when we talk about when should we smudge. So for yourself, and I'm very similar, I can, I guess honestly say I don't do it every day from a perspective of let me light something I will do it through energy through love through extending my own auric field which is another way of clearing too but we won't talk about that today so I think that's important because I know I've had clients ask me that too when should I be doing this mm-hmm. and it can very much become that daily ritual where it is something that you're clearing yourself. If you're going to do your daily practice, you're going to meditate, you're going to do yoga, whatever that is, it's great to clear that space before we do it. But other things that you can think about when we think of when should I do it? I mean, obviously we said when antiques or used items are coming in. But for me, what I would start paying attention to is kind of how's my day going? How's my week going? Do I find that I'm hitting all these obstacles? If I'm hitting all these obstacles or all these emotions are coming up, I'll kind of go, yeah, I don't power. think something's clear that, that needs to be cleared out. Really learning trust. So to me, it's and paying attention to what's happening around you. Gems, I think another time is trusting your intuition. So if that deeper that part is feeling uncomfortable, go for that sage. And we'll talk about other things you can use to do your clearing. But trusting what you're getting and if that internal aspect of your higher self is saying, hey, something feels funky in here, you need to clear it out, clear it out. If people have an argument and fighting in the space, we definitely want to clear to help move mm-hmm. and also recognize and you know i look at it as it if i'm having someone come to my house and when they come accurate. in they step through that so door as i said they got suitcases they're bringing in the drama using, when they leave you know, again, that's what the first thing i'm going to do like there's nothing wrong with gone it with you. I, I do not believe there's anything mm-hmm. wrong and clear <laughs> that right out you're drawn to so what about you kim what do you have to say about when we should smudge honestly i think it really is trusting your own intuition as to when you feel something's just not sitting right or feeling right or going right and you want to really just kind of get more of a clear head like for me when you smudge you're really calling in i say the wisdom of spirit the wisdom of your ancestors this whole beautiful sacred wisdom that is there the sacred love all of that i feel like if you're needing something that you aren't receiving clear your space clear that heaviness that isn't there because what it does is it provides the new positive space to allow that love that abundance that wisdom to flow through. I guess another time to really smudge is, I want to go back to again, when you're setting those intentions, because I think that that's really important to make sure that you are setting the intentions with the clearest space as possible. And again, it's not necessary to do, but I feel like if you add it into your routine, I think you'll see the benefit of it, because it's just something that takes you to that next level, that one step up. It just makes it even more, I want to say, aligned and more connected to something that is greater than you and your physical body. And so I feel like if you can add this, and also too, I want to acknowledge that it doesn't necessarily have to be paleocentos or sage. You know, sometimes I've just used a candle. Sometimes I've just used incense. You know, there's other things that we can use to create anything for smudging. Yeah, you actually bring up a good point. I'd actually made some points on stuff too about what are some of the things that you can use 
to Claire and so brought up some great points. And we'll talk a little bit about what we can use in creating a smudge for ourselves. But a smudge stick is one. Those are those herbs that are tied together. We light one end and then we kind of waft it around. You made another point about a candle. So a lighted candle represents the element of fire. And in Native American cultures, fire is considered sacred to the gods. That's one reason why the candles are very good. So it ushers in times of transformation. It's said to encourage courage and purity of intent. You can use crystals to clear as well. I know in my living room I have what's called an amethyst cathedral. And what that is is a rock or a geode that has been split in half. So the back part is all rock, but the front part is all crystal. An amethyst is a perfect stone for clearing an energy. So I have my cathedral power it's quite large. having that trust Pretty big i love it <laughs> but i have like, that in my living room uh, so when i have open concepts like you said too Paula, so people coming in and, in and out that your session, amethyst helps to clear that yes, space on a regular basis me no, without me having to clear so all the time so that you are right? absolutely clear and, as to lavender what's oil being or lavender flowers there are another ones and you know, they have the ability to affect both our physical bodies and our emotions. Lavender's been said to be that calming, that relaxing, of restorative of right? balance, right? So don't be peace. afraid to try it's another way that you can do things. Right? Like there's you so many different things. And I think it'll, it'll what I would tell people is trust what you're drawn to and kind of go from there. Can you do something to that? Yeah, I'm also just kind of what my guides are dropping in too. And again, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but they're like, we're not wrong. One Love minute, them. we're not sure if when it's it comes real, to smudging, it's, it's about the intent we as well. And what I heard I was the power of this your is words. A good question. The power of says, your words can you also be a form of smudging because what you are doing is you are setting that intention, whether it's through the smoldering smoke of you know some sage or you know the placement of crystals or the power of your words. That has that vibration. It has that intent that is to go out and clear the you know, energy so you don't have to necessarily gifts, have all these little tools because the tools again so are inside me, of you I needed, yeah I need to and know that's taking it back to the basics and that's why i always say everything is energy the intent the thought so if i'm going to clear a space and i'm kind of feeling in a crappy mood i'm going to clear myself first so i can get my vibrations in the place that i want to be in before i'm going to clear anything else so i want to talk a little bit about plants and things we can use what we call our smudge sticks and bowls and by no means is this a kind of definitive list in any way shape or form again it's trusting what you're drawn to but this is just more of the typical things that you can use so sage sagebrush they transform energy and they help to bring change and you can actually use what we call culinary sage in that too so if you have a smudge bowl you can kind of sprinkle some of that in it as well I think another one that is seen very much from the native perspective is sweetgrass. So I know a lot of times I would use sage and then sometimes I would add sweetgrass to it because sweetgrass attracts positive energy. That's one of the things that it's used for and that's why you see that being used when a lot of people clear. Lavender, those little flowers, you you can buy them dried and things like that. As I said earlier, it helps to restore balance and it can create a peaceful atmosphere. And it also attracts loving energy and spirits. Nice. 
cedar is another one. Cedar is considered to be deeply purifying, and it's especially useful for clearing negative emotions and healing. I've also my neighbor. She was a huge cedar fan. She had she had a bundle at the at the front of her door, but she also would put a bundle in her shower, so that the steam from her shower would help steam it up as well. And the steam and the warmth actually helps to pull the oils out of that as well. So that's where the the molecules going through as well. Uh, Mugwort. Mugwort stimulates psychic awareness. I've never heard of mugwort. Mugwort. When you think about your Wiccan or pagan kind of things, this is something that it would be used along there for for spell work or for other things. But it's kind for clearing too. It's said to banish evil spirits as well. Juniper is another one. Purifying creates safe and sacred space. You can find these like little berries. They almost remind you of like a little blueberry that's that's harder. So they have that kind of blue purple color to it. Yerba Santa is another one. It helps to purify and set and protect boundaries. Rosemary is another one that's a powerful healer and helps to bring clarity. And and Kim, you talked about Palio Santo. That's another one. There's so many different things you can do. And what I tell people is do some research. See what you're drawn to. For me, it is something called white buffalo sage. There's normal, kind of normal sage, but there's different types of sage. And for me, I find white buffalo sage has such a a pugnant, a strong odor. And I love that because it's like, as I'm doing this, I can smell it. I know it's clearing out my space. So I want to talk a little bit about, you know, how do we clear? How do we smudge? So Kim, I'm going to throw this over to you. What is the process that you use to clear? If I'm doing it on my children, I'm doing no it to somebody is I start by clearing them. So I usually start in, I start at their solar plexus and I start to move yourself, the smoke up through their chakras. I make sure I go up and around the crown and I pull it. I bring the container that I have. I think it's a conch shell that I have it in and I will take the smoke and I will feather it down over their heads. I'll feather it down their arms, swooshing it down their arms, down their torso, down their legs. And then I make them turn around and do the same thing all over again down their backs and then you always finish it off with the feather on the shoulder just to ground them and I usually will say like a little prayer just to kind of ground them a little bit more when doing that when I'm doing it on myself because I don't use the feather is I just literally will sit with it on a table the shell and I will pull it in through I again I always start at my solar plexus I pull it in I work my way up and again I'll feather myself over my head and down my arms and down my body and then saying a little again grounding prayer at the end but it's pulling that smoke in clearing myself with the intention of clearing any energies that are no longer serving me how i do it for myself and then with the space also i don't know what your thoughts are on this too but i was also taught too that to always have a window cracked open so that when you are smudging it gives the energy that is no longer serving you a place to go out of the house from so did have you heard that before as well i've heard it before too for me i don't say i don't care but i don't necessarily open the windows and stuff for me because again i when i go back to that subatomic level do I really have to open a window and let it out? But I've heard exactly the same thing where people say open a window so you can help us score anything out. But to me, again, it's what you're drawn to. For me, I don't. If I'm going to do a business, it's not always possible to open windows and do like that. And I love the smell. So I'm like, keep it in, right? I always wondered that because I think for me, again, in my mindset is that, again, the smoke is doing its job. So it doesn't need a place to escape. I always envision it as it's like surrounding itself around the, the energy that's not serving and then just like it just dissipates like it's like it just dissipates so and then you're left with this beautiful like you said this aromic smoke that's just yeah just engulfs you right 
Yeah. And, and I I'm think what's coming forward that. is that what about you? What's really your learning routine? What that for me, I'm very similar. I know when you I know, from the native perspective as well, I have, I know you, you called it a, a conch shell, abalone like, shell is typically yep. I think it, what we use. And I have my feather. So for me, it is the white buffalo sage. One of the things I was taught too is when I light my sage in my shell, you don't blow on it. That's why you'll see them quite frequently using feathers. So that's what I was told about the tradition. We don't blow on it. I was also told from the native perspective, we don't use a lighter. Energy. They actually use matches. Now, mm-hmm. I use a lighter. It goes back to those natural things, right? So, so for me, it is the feather, as you said. I'm clearing my body. So again, starting at the top, I go through all my body front and back. I'll actually put my shell on the ground with my feet and run my feet so I get the balls of the feet. So to me, that's part of that grounding. I'll do that as well. And one of the things, I don't know why, but it's always like straight up as above, and then I bring it down. So below, because to me, is that go between between the spirit and the earthly plane, I guess you can say. So I'm also creating, I don't say a cord, but I'm opening those doorways. Because normally if I'm clearing myself, it's because I'm going to do some work too. Whether it is I'm clearing the energy of my house. Most times when I get called in to do a clearing in someone else's house, it's because there's spirit there. So for me, making that connection, calling in the big boys, making sure that that connection is secure and clear before I go to remove whatever I have to remove and sage or smudging techniques will help to if you will push something out as you said Kim I'm going to open the windows and (laughs) push it out but what I've learned because I I do what I call sending which not everybody does I will send the spirit whatever it is so that can be a little bit of a different technique so I always describe it as I can sage it and this is why some people may find that I've had a spirit in my house I'm saging which I call putting up the armor around but as that other energy comes in it's like getting chinks in the armor and the so more until the then, gets chinks in it, and we Paula, get holes in it. And that energy can come back in. Powerful. Okay. So it's almost like I'm banishing you outside. You have to go play this outside. Podcast was but unless I keep those Paula Hunter up, and Kim Garden, come back in. We welcome hmm. you to so join our because private Facebook group. I did group, all the work I'm with divine. paranormal to investigation. I learned like-minded individuals. Help me to create a process for releasing that will only be found in our private But I've also had to deal with what I call non would love to hear your feedback on. To me, that was a bit of a different process, but it became something that was important. Too. So when I was more doing spirit work, I'd have to clear it information first. on Kim and Paula. Maybe I'd have to close a portal or events, a doorway. And then I would clear. So it's Training like, be gone, I'm banishing you, and now I'm going to create all the beautiful with energy in the space. We invite you to visit our website. So for me, like I said, I do a lot here, but I get called out to do a lot of that as well. So it became almost like a double process as far as that goes. But intention, we call it a blessing for a reason. I can invite these beautiful, loving beings into my space to help me clear out whatever I need to clear out. For me, part of the process is to have that invitation and have that blessing. Whatever belief system you have, call on that as well. We're amplifying the energy. The other thing is, like I said, crystals and cards, clearing that type of stuff on a regular basis. And all I would do is, you know, again, light it, set my shell down. I'm going to run my crystals over it. I'm going to fan my cards through it. If I'm bringing something in, as I said, an antique or something, if it's a big one, I'm going to smudge all the way around, just like I would kind of a person, mm-hmm. right? All the four corners. Being a Reiki master, there's actually things you learn that'll help cut cords and clear from a Reiki perspective too. So sometimes I will use Reiki along with my smudging mm-hmm. to clear what I need to clear. So there's so many, I think, ways and methods that I use it. I think that's great. Experiment. 
I think that's one of the yes. biggest things to let people know and trust what you feel. If you're doing it and you kind of feel it still doesn't feel right, keep doing it until yeah. you, that feels good because you will know when it's done. I think you made a valid point there where there's no right or wrong way. Just trust what you're feeling. Trust what you're receiving. Just make it your own because I think that, yes, there's different ways, especially when you're going to, into the indigenous culture. There might be certain ways you have to do it. But when we are taking on that, I'm hearing responsibility. So you still have to make it your own and what resonates with you. So like I said, if it doesn't feel right, play with with it a little bit, but continue say, okay, well, maybe this doesn't work for me. Maybe the Buffalo Sage isn't working. So I'm going to try some lavender or, you know, like my kids don't like the smell of uh, white sage. So that's why I use the, the paleo centers as well, you know, so, but it's finding what works for you. I think that's the valuable lesson when it comes to working with spirit, you know, and connecting with your divine self is really accepting that everything is uniquely you. Yes. And you can't compare yourself to others. You can learn from them, see how it's working for them, but then you can take that and make it your own. And I think that that's one of Spirit's big lessons for us all to learn on this journey. Yeah, you make such a beautiful point. It is so true. You know, I've seen people in the past going, well, I'm not doing it this way, therefore I'm doing it wrong experiment, research, try it out, see what works. And as Kim said, there is no right or wrong. And yeah. your own spiritual team, whether you call them guides, guardians, angels, whatever, they will help you develop what's right for you. And so mm -hmm. it does come down to a place to trust after, oh, I feel like I need to move it this way or start here versus there. Just go with it, knowing that it still comes back to the intention. What is the intention, the energy you're putting out? Because that's what's actually doing all the work at the end of the day is mm -hmm. the energy that you are directing. You know, we've talked about this from a perspective of universal laws and manifesting. It's all the same types of things, right? Where am I feeding my energy? So I don't know about you, Kim, you know, we've covered so much different information. I love, love, love talking about smudging and clearing because it's, to me, such an important part of the spiritual work that we do. For me to be the best that I can be, I want to make sure the energy that I'm working in is as pristine as I can have it. So if I'm working at home, I'm going to do that smudging and clearing. I actually at one point created actually a smudge spray too, using just essential oils because there's certain essential oils yes. that help with that too. When we think about our rosemary, we think about our sage. These are all things that we can incorporate into a spray. So if someone has issues, mm -hmm. say with smoke, you know, maybe they have an asthma or COPD, we can create these beautiful little sprays or diffuse and use essential oils. We can create a blend from it to yeah. help clear our space. There's so I didn't many even different think ways. Of that. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have clients that they want to, you know, they work in maybe an environment that they consider to be not the greatest, mm -hmm. toxic. And so they had come to me at one point like, hey, I want to be able to clear my office, my space. But, you know, we have issues with scents and stuff. We can't go in and waft the smokes. Yeah. So that's when I just created a little spray being an aromatherapist using essential oils that they can go in and just spray. You know, this yeah. is something you could have in your car, or, you know, so many different places. Sometimes I would use it just to spray myself. Yes. Like yeah. Someone else's location to do a party or clearing, you know. So yes. it's, there's so many ways that you can yeah. use it that we don't always think about. So trusting that intuitive side. You're right. I diffuse oils all the time. I didn't even think about it that, you know what, you're right. It is totally clearing that space. So how beautiful is that? 
Yeah, very much so. It's making it your own. It's making it your own. And if you can incorporate this into your practice in any way, I think that you will start to see those benefits of smudging, whichever version you use of it. Correct. I agree. So this brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining our conversation today about smudging. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Divine. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoy our show, please rate our podcast and be sure to come back next week where we're going to have a special guest and they are going to be talking a bit about their spiritual journey as well. So until then, this is Paula and Kim. And don't forget that you are powerful. I am divine badass. This podcast was created by Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. We welcome you to join our private Facebook group, I Am Divine, to connect with other like-minded individuals and be part of our special events that will only be found in our private community. We would love to hear your feedback on today's podcast and on any other topics that you would like to know more about. For more information about our podcast, information on Kim and Paula, our special events, spiritual coaching, training programs, or even to book a private reading with Kim or Paula, we invite you to visit our website at www.iamdivine.ca.